Broadcasting across the world, this is Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. Yesterday was a very hot day in the field. There was no breeze. The Sundays are always beautiful. We bring our blankets out, and we usually stay out after rosary an hour or so or more, talking to each other. As we did the rosary, the kids played while we prayed. And many of you who have come have seen that it's not a real deep contemplative prayer. There's something going on with the animals, the cows in the background, and the children are happy to be around the adults. As we begin to pray the decades, I was contemplating last month, because we was in great anticipation, the whole world was, because we knew June 25th will be the 40th anniversary. Here we are yesterday in the first month of the 40th year of the apparitions. That spawned me to start think, how many more monthly messages do we have left? We know this is a pivotal year. And so at the fourth decade, I stood up and told the whole community what I'd been thinking about, that we need to be contemplating this fifth decade in a depth of prayer to realize that we're not always going to have this. Here it is, our lady's about to give a message to the world. And because of the 40th year, we don't know how many more messages we'll get. But one thing we know, we're going toward an end. I tell the children, you need to be thinking about this too, because you will be passing this on to your great-great-grandchildren. And we're going to miss this moment, knowing that Our Lady comes to the earth speaks to us, and we were always on our knees in this field for every one of them. So as the rosary ended, I said our petitions to Our Lady, asking something special for her. There's no motion of wind. In the quiet of giving our petitions to Our Lady from our heart, you begin to hear a breeze that increases all the way to the bells at the end. Sitting out there almost an hour, feeling nothing. And then this coming up, and because we want to memory this apparition on the 25th of July, our lady came in the wind. O Clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary, pray for us, Holy Mother of God. That we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. Mary, you have gone on four decades almost of a consecration prayed on the spot for you to have untold powers to accomplish your plans and for God to go beyond what your intentions a hundredfold. We seek in this message, this day, this moment, that you tuck something in to your words to us directly here. We want to hear from you. We want to recommit ourselves to you more than ever. You remember it's especially the messages you said several times. Asking us request more than ever. We give you our hearts and we consecrate ourselves to your heart and to Jesus' heart in our silence in these next moments.
My soul, my soul is magnified the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, because he has regarded the Lord. Holy, holy, holy God, I present myself to you with all my good deeds, my charity, my accomplishments. All I need could be reconciliation. Without it, nothing is possible. Faith. Even people who deny God must have faith in themselves to accomplish a task. Our age has all but lost its faith. Our Lady tells us why she comes. Spring 1982. My children, have you not observed that faith began to extinguish itself? Faith is in crisis. Our Lady tells us faith is on the verge of being extinguished. Many Christians live as pagans. There are few true believers. Before I say anything else about being in the field yesterday, we'll read the message Our Lady gave. Our Lady Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's July 25, 2021 Monthly Message to the World Dear Children, I am calling you to be prayer for all those who do not pray. Little children, witness with your lives the joy that you are mine, and God will heed your prayers and give you peace in this peaceless world where pride and selfishness reign. Little children, you be generous and be the love of my love so that pagans can feel that you are mine and convert to my immaculate heart. Thank you for having responded to my call. After, as Maria said about the 25th message, she says, quote, This message was very special because tonight we prayed the full rosary in anticipation of Our Lady's message. That's what we did. She's on the other side of the world. We're on our knees. And I stopped the rosary and said, we want to pray this in a special way in anticipation of these messages because we're going to miss this one day. Maria continues, we were filled with much joy and much anticipation. And when Our Lady mentioned joy, that pagans can be converted to her immaculate heart, she's never said pagan before. She used this word pagan for the first time. We were filled with hope. And this is a beautiful thing. She gave us a great joy. What you just heard a few minutes ago, that I asked our lady to say something to us on this 25th message in a special way. We've experienced her efficacy of mother, that she hears us, she listens to us, she says, just call me, I'll come. And we experienced the miracle of this new communication in the field from where she was on the other side of the earth. Because I said, quote, in our petition, at apparition time, I said, we seek in this day, this moment, that you tuck something into your words. I can tell you, I didn't say for a sentence, and I remember thinking, say the word tuck, so she can say something to us, connect us with her, for what she was saying that would be connected back here to what we were doing. If you say, tuck something into the words, I'm looking for one word. I'm not looking for a sentence or three words or two words. I was looking for one word. 
I didn't know what the word was when we beginning the prayer for the seven novenas for ourselves, our families, and our nation. So listen again in that prayer on the 25th, just after the apparition, the word that she tucked in the 25th message. Many Christians live as pagans. You can't say that we're making five out of one. Because our lady says nothing by chance. We asked for it, we prayed for it, we got serious on our knees in a place that has been consecrated daily for 33 straight years, every single day, never missed, no matter what the weather is. And thank God, our lady gave a message saying there's nothing by chance. So we know it's infallible. You ask, and our lady answers. This is the new efficacy in motion from the mother of God to be a mother. Maria said she gave us this great joy. We didn't know anything about the word pagan. We did know that Our Lady has said that before, although Maria says it hasn't, and several other people in the Medjugorje world said Our Lady's never said that before. It was 1984 or 1985 when Our Lady said, there are many Christians who live like pagans. This even makes this miracle communication even bigger because it's not a word that's normal. Actually, Our Lady said, there's no atheist, and don't even call them non-believers. Our Lady said, refer to them that those who don't believe has never known the love of God. And here it is, Our Lady said, pagan. It sounds like to me she took that in the sentence, and she knew what I wrote 27 years ago for the reconciliation of our nation. It's all about this, the conversion of pagans. She's well-read. She knows what these things say, and she knows what we ask for. Maria continues in what she was speaking about, and she says, quote, And we were thinking of so many pilgrims who come to Medjugorje, who arrive truly as pagans, and return home as true Christians. The more pagans in the world, the more the pagans affect the people that are the Christians. They start picking up the same ways. We reflect them in many, many ways. We adopt their electronics. We adopt their fashions, their ways, their behavior, their music, and their little king, their cell phones. In Webster's 1828 dictionary, the definition of pagan is a heathen, an idolater, one who worships false gods. Do a study the next time you go out or wherever you are now. Look how the little God is handled, how it's cared for. They don't want to be dropped it. Constantly fondled, talking to it all the time, gazing at it all the time. Don't tell me God doesn't look down from heaven and say these people are worshiping this thing. It is their God. And you cannot deny it. You may not like what I'm saying. Well, i got to have it for work. Well, you know what? They did the same thing 2,000 years ago. They all had to have silver-made little gods. I think it was St. Paul who made a storm over this because he started telling the people, and the silversmiths got angry because people weren't going to be buying more little be silver images of their little god. Try to defend it. You can't. There's no argument you're going to give me, nor God, that it's not a little God. 
It's smart. It can tell you anything you want. It can tell you where to go. And it's guiding you where you're going to go. And you know where that's going to be, and it's pretty hot. Do you come back and say, well, what are we going to do? We can't operate without it. We're operating without cell phones. We got shackles on the electronics in the tabernacle. We don't let it control us. We don't become slaves of it. These things make you do what you hate. Don't bring you happiness. You often probably think you're saying things you shouldn't say. And you know better. And you know without this thing, you can love better. And you know the world gets the best part of your heart that you give into these things. And it makes you a nobody. It makes you, I know who I am. It programs you. You submit to it. It tells you everything. And then you really forget who you are. A child of God. Not part of a machine that's got into your brains and your eyes and your behavior. I tell you, if you stay with these things, you're not going to find who you are. You say, well, I can find myself again. Can you? While you're standing knee-deep in sin? Our lady's chasing you down right now. She wants to show her love to you, but she can't get through your mentalities. All you're going to do is make a mess and stay lost. The whole world today is crying, chase me down. These things can't make you feel good at the end of the day because it doesn't let you see what love looks like. Only Our Lady can do that, and that's what she's here for us. Because everything pagan in your life, she wants you to feel that you are hers and converted to her immaculate heart. Our Lady is here to capture your heart. Why do I do things I hate? Why do I say things that I shouldn't say When I know better Yeah I could love better Some days I take it too far Sometimes the world gets the best of my heart I know who I am Till I forget just who I am When I find myself again Standing knee deep in my sin You chase me down When I don't deserve it You show me love You don't make me earn it I make a mess And I just start running Looks like you chase me down when I don't deserve it. You show me love, you don't make me earn it. I make a mess. 
chase, you chase, you chase. I know this must be grace. Cause you chase, you chase, you chase. You chase me down when I don't deserve it. You show me love, you don't make me earn it. I make a mess and I just start running, hoping. Nineteen eighty four, nineteen eighty five, our lady said, The hour has come when the demon is authorized to act with all his force and power. Do you think this is the moment? Do you believe it or you don't believe it? They believe the messages, you have to believe the rest of what our lady says. Quote The present hour is the hour of Satan. Whatever time throughout history has had the verbiage that we have now and how we communicate that causes us not to communicate anymore. February 25th, 2007, the Heavenly Father desires to deliver each of you from slavery of sin. strange when our lady says slavery of sin. means that what's happening today is we're enslaved. How are you enslaved? Is it because of your freedom? Freedom to use all these things. You think I can do this and it doesn't give the appearance of sin and evil? Our lady says, when the rest of this message, do not forget, little children, your freedom is your weakness. Therefore, follow my messages with seriousness. Her messages is not your phone, the electronics, the modern ways, materialism, consumerism, the government. It's Ink on paper. Her words. Many churches have yoga classes. This is not of God. This is meditations. Our lady's not for that. Oh, she's not? She's not for cell phones? How about excessive sports? All the medicines and vaccine, all the science, all these things are replacing God. How? Our dependence on them instead of him. The heart of the Christian today is a heart of a pagan Christianity. Our lady's coming down here to tear down these false idols. She said it's going to fall apart. She said it's going to passing. And then she tells you, have you heard many times me say, she said, what's going to stay? It's going to glorify God. Make a list of things in your life that does not glorify God. Your jobs, your work, your habits. Your institutions, all those things you admire, they're going away. It's not maybe, it will be. That's why you have to make decisions now. Rejecting the science of man instead of accepting the glory of God. I like said in 1984 in regards to oriental meditations, such as Zen and transcendental meditations. Our lady says, why do you call them meditations when it deals with human works? 
The true meditation is a meeting with Jesus. When you discover joy, inner peace, you must know that there is only one God and only one mediator, and that's Jesus Christ. We have made science the God to go to. We can't use spiritual decisions on a vaccine that has aborted fetuses' cells in it and come up with the moral decision that that's wrong because science decides it's more important to use it to save lives now. So science trumps God. The bishops have gone with it. They say because these cells of babies and the vaccine, and all the vaccines have it in it, more or less than the different ones from Johnson's or Pfizer's, whoever it is. And the bishops say, it's remote. That's how they get around with it. See, they're choosing science. They're putting this over our faith, over their faith, over faith itself, which makes pagan Christianity. That's what the bishops are accepting. Pagans, they're part of that. Such shame. Shame. How they run around chasing their tails, letting science trump love of God. Our lady's here because she wants to meet us. She's sorry for what's happening to us. She has her secrets to correct everything. She wants us to ask her questions because her messages give the answer. Our lady's here to take us back to the start. Numbers and figures Pulling the puzzles 
Nobody said it was going to be easy. Because it's not. It took 40 years for the Israelites to break away from the Egyptians. And then they had to go fight for it. We're in a fight. The fight of our life for the souls for eternity. People are out there hanging on salvation according to what you do. Our lady said in this 25th message, I am calling you to be prayer for all those who do not pray. What does that mean? Our lady says, witness with your lives the joy that you are mine. What does that mean? And then she says, God will heed your prayers and give you peace in this peaceless world. What does it mean when you pray for somebody else that doesn't pray because they don't believe? It means that God's going to transfer your prayers to the one who has not prayed. You're not praying for them. You're doing their prayers that God will see as if it's their prayers. And they said God will heed your prayers. So therefore, God will be looking down for the non-prayer person and look at him and the prayers as his prayers, even though you said it. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that incredible? When you pray for somebody, you're not praying in the words that it says we're praying for you. No, you're literally praying what their prayer needs to be saying, and God's taking them not from you, but from him. When you pray for the pagan that you might know, it will help him step toward God. You can compare this to somebody who's crippled and they can't walk. And you pick them up and you carry them to where they need to go. They didn't walk there. You walked there for them. But they arrived at the destination they needed to go to. That's what our lady's showing us. You can pray for people and advance them and help them to the destination of meeting God. And they didn't do anything. You did it. But it's theirs because you can pay for the price of prayer to the economy of salvation. This message our lady today is beautiful. She's begging you to be generous to the prideful and the selfish. And that's why you'll get peace, because they're peaceless. So listen to this again, real carefully. Witness with your lives the joy that you are mine, and God will heed your prayers and give you peace in this peaceless world where pride and selfishness reigns. Be generous and be the love of my love so that pagans can feel that you are mine and convert to immaculate heart. This was my petition. This is another thing in the message that I said that I asked in the field yesterday that we can consecrate ourselves to the immaculate heart and convert people to this. Maria said of her apparition yesterday something that shows that she's just hanging on. She says, Every time I go into the chapel to prepare for the apparition, at a certain point, I think about the fact that it could be my last. She wasn't saying this five years ago. She's saying it now because she sees things is winding down. This is where you're not getting out of breath. This is the time you go even harder. She continues, but when she appears, I think she's still appearing to me. In other words, she thinks she's not going to be there. I'm kneeling down to the rosary, and nothing happens. Literally, 
Literally, Yaakov cried three straight months nonstop when our lady just come out of the blue and said, tomorrow's your last apparition. What is it going to feel like when our lady goes away? How much time are you wasting? I'm holding on to this time. That's what I said to the kids. I want y'all to quiet down and think about this so you can tell this to your great-grandchildren. This is a moment that's not coming back. This is something that you cherish. This is not something that's going to happen again. And this is something that's never happened before. So after Maria says, I think she will still be appearing to me, in other words, thank God she's thinking, this is one of the most difficult things for me that when our lady gives a message, I read it on paper, and many times I cry because I read it over and again and again. And even though it is what our lady said, it is missing her emotions, her love, her deep meaning behind each word. That's what for years I've been telling you. Every word, every letter has a meaning. These messages are something never and before in history. Maria continues, It is a message, but it's missing something when I put it on paper. And when I hear her words, every word speaks. I feel that she is speaking only to me. That's what the message is to you. If you don't feel that, if you don't see it, you're not opening the messages because you're not opening your heart. They're real. Those messages has turned this place here at Caritas, this whole valley, from a cow pasture to the largest Medjugorje center in the world, converting people across the whole world. And I believe one of the feet of a lady here geographically crushing the serpent's head. Because what's transmitting from here is to the future of understanding Medjugorje. I don't care if anybody else believes that. I know this came from nothing to something. And I say that in those words what Maria just said, quote, And when I hear her words, every word she speaks, I feel she is speaking only to me. Every message is for me. Every word I understand is for me because I'm not fully converted. I need conversion, Maria says, every day. And she continues, I need to be more love. I need to be more generous. I need to be more like a lady. The words of a lady are simple. They are the words of a mama. But at the same time, they are profound. Every time she speaks, I remain speechless. Father Pitar is one's going to read the Ten Secrets. And he spoke about the message yesterday. And Maria said, he said that the message is prophetic. And Maria says, I agree. Our Lady is conveying to us for you to know that you can call her in a connection more so than a phone. And she's someone that can pick up the pieces when you come undone. If you learn to feel Our Lady, you know that you can call her. Heaven is not just air. Heaven is a place. And that's what we're here on this earth to hold on to get there. Our Lady said November 25th, 2000, Today, when heaven is near to you in a special way, 
So because heaven is a place, we know it's not too far away. Just seconds. In that message, that's where Father Slavko died. One moment he's alive, the next moment he's dead. And he gets confirmation of the message that he was in heaven. I knew him. I had private conversations with him. And everybody makes mistakes. And yet he's in heaven immediately. Our Lady knows how you feel. Especially those who, when they lose the way, looking for answers and looking for places unknown. Your destination is heaven. And a lot of people depend on you for that. You have to hold on because many people hold on to what you do in your life. You're called to be a witness and bring them to the light of God. You know you can call me if you need someone I'll pick up the pieces if you come undone Painting stars up on your ceiling Cause you wish that you could find some feeling You know you can call me if you need someone And I need you to hold Heaven is a place not too far away We all know I should be the one to say We all make mistakes And take my hand and hold on Tell me everything that you need to say Cause I know how it feels to be someone Feels to be someone who loses their way You're looking for answers in a place unknown You need the connection but you can't get close Painting stars up on your ceiling Cause you wish that you could find some feeling You know you can call me if you need someone And I need you to hold on Heaven is a place not too far away We all know I should be the one to say We all make mistakes And take my hand and hold on Tell me all the things that you need to say Cause I know how it feels to be someone It feels to be someone who loses the way Yeah, yeah, yeah Midnight to morning, call if you need somebody I will be there for you Midnight to morning, call if you need somebody I will be there I should be the one to say we all make mistakes Mm, Take my hand and hold on Tell me everything that you need to say 
I know how it feels to be someone Feels to be someone who loses the way Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah You don't have to go up to meet your lady She's coming to meet us down here a grace that we can't even imagine. She's telling her son that she's sorry on behalf of us. And through her hands and her immaculate heart, we are getting many passes. We need her, and she needs us, she says, to save so many people. She's never said it was going to be easy. But she's encouraging us to start at the beginning. And we know who was there at the beginning. It all comes down to God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and that one being who can penetrate into that trinity who is now the intercessor for the whole wide world. Everything depends on her plans to be the queen over a peace that she establishes through us. You're important. Don't ignore the power that you have. Our Lady will give you everything to achieve what she has for you. We wish you, Our Lady. We love you. Good night. This ends the Radio Wave broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.